Alright, here we are. We're on. Here with Brother Don Fulmer. We're fixing to be in Hebrews. I don't forgot what you said again, bro. John. Six. Hebrew, I keep wanting to go to three. Did you say three? Oh, you said John Hebrews three. Six. Ago. You said John three a while ago. That's why I got confused. Hebrews. As you listen to this podcast, we also are on 93.1 WGDQ, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, uh, wherever you may be listening from. Uh, if you'd like to pick up this radio station, you can uh, put it on the computer or on your smartphone, 931WGDQ.com. And uh, you can listen to us Monday through Friday from 10 to 2. Well, sometimes I ain't here on Wednesday, so you might not hear me on Wednesday, though. But we're going to play two songs, and then we'll be getting into the Word. What would you like to say, Brother Don? Well, the, the Word of God is something we need on a daily basis. Oh, yes, sir. The people that are in church and claim to be children of God... We've a lot, I believe a reason a lot of people are weak in church uh, is because they don't study the Word, because the Word is the food, spiritual food for our soul. Amen. And if we don't feed our spiritual soul, it gets weak like our physical body. If we don't feed it food, it gets weak. Well, our spiritual mind is the same way. We can starve it, slam to death. Amen. And the majority of the church needs more of the Word. Not more food for the body, but more of the food for the soul. Amen. And we can make our souls fat on the Word of God. And if we don't have the Word of God in us, how can we tell anybody else about the Word of God? Amen. The Word of God is what quickens our desperate. And when, and, and I, I say it all the time on Facebook, when we take the Word of God and we study it on a daily basis and we apply it to our lives, it helps us cleanse us every day and causes us to be more sanctified. Amen. Because that's what it does. The Word of God cleanses us and washes us when we obey it. Amen. Now we can read it and not obey it and it doesn't do anything for us. That's right. You know? You got, you got to do what it says. You have got to read it. You've got to study it. You have got to apply it to your life. If, if you've got a... Uh, degree in college to be a doctor and you don't never use it that knowledge ain't worth two cents and you can sit on the church view till you old and gray and pass away and if you don't have the word of god in you and you don't apply it to your life it hasn't done you one bit of good i know guys that go to mechanic school and they learn in books how to work on car but they never they might have touched a, a motor but it wasn't inside of a car Right. Just to pass a test. Well, they never become mechanic. They don't never know, you know what I'm saying? They never know how to work on a car. Just because you got the knowledge, if you never put your hands on that car, you ain't right. no mechanic. Well, you know, you can, you can take and, and study how to rebuild an engine. Mm-hmm. 
But when you start tearing into things, there's yeah. more to it than what you yeah. read in that book. And you can have the knowledge of a combustible engine, but if you never try to take it apart, you ain't got no idea what you're talking right. about. Right. That's right. The same thing with cooking. You can read how to make a cake or a casserole, but until you get in the kitchen, you don't know nothing. That's right. We had a we had a guy come out offshore one time to be a cook. He had his chef hat and his chef suit. He had two or three books he'd wrote about cooking. That man couldn't boil water. <laughs> but he wrote books on how to cook, but he didn't know how to cook. And that's all. You know, I can I can uh, talk to you a little bit about uh, driving a helicopter because I've rode in helicopters enough. I can I can tell you about what makes it work. You know, but I've never got in the seat of one and made it do it. That's right. I've got a little knowledge of it. Yeah. But I've never got in the seat and worked, worked the thing, you know? <laughs> and you know, that's something else about the Bible. It's the same way. I mean, like, if someone has been through an addiction, then they can relate Scripture to you in addiction. But don't talk to me if you ain't never been. You know, like, say say, say if you've been in adultery or, or whatever whatever your testimony is, well, you can relate to me. Right. But a man that tries to come tell me, uh, uh, you know, that'd be like coming out on an oil rig and you ain't never run the backup tongs going to tell me how to run my tongue. You right. know, you ain't I know how to do it. You ain't tell me that, you yeah. know. So, it's you know, each and every one of us has been through something that we have a testimony because there's no new sin under the sun. Right. So what you've been through, you might can help me because I'm where you was a couple years right. ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's good that, that we all have different backgrounds, we all have different testimonies, but we all come out of it through the same Word of God, through faith in Jesus right. Christ. Whether he was an addict, whether he was an adulterer, whether he was a gambler, whether he was a thief, no matter what you was, the answer was Jesus Christ. Right. And, and so even though we went different paths to get to salvation, our path to salvation is our testimony to reach back to somebody that's where we was just a short right. time ago. You know, right. it's just like somebody that's had cancer. Before I had cancer, I couldn't have compassion on somebody that had cancer because I didn't have knowledge what they're going through. Right. You know, before I had a massive heart attack, I couldn't couldn't have uh, you know compassion for somebody that had a massive heart attack. I didn't know what they've been through, but I've been through both of them. Yeah, you can relate. I can relate to that now, and it touches me. Oh, That's why the Bible says God can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. Wait a minute. Is that why you keep telling me i got to eat better? That's right. Because I don't have two heart attacks. You're trying to... That's right. <laughs> That's right. But what now, I get, now I get where you're coming from. Why you keep but telling me? What amazes me is that they found a heart. <laughs> they even found a brain. I had a brain scan. They found both of them. You believe that? You gotta be kidding me. Not. That's what they told me. I left the doctor alive. What they have to have a real strong magnifying glass? It was glass? a big one. It was. I mean, it had a glass on it that big right there. <laughs> but you know, that's 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 just like my older sister. She got diagnosed last week with breast cancer and just spun her left arm and oh, left no glass. All right. She called me the day before yesterday. She went to the. She went Thursday to the cancer doctor go set up on treatments when he, she got there he told her he said we can't do treatments now said I found looked at them PET scan again and you've got two spots showed up on your brain and said we just done a half of a brain scan 
So we, so she went, she's going back down there today and they're going to do a full brain scan. And he said, it's going to be a different ball game that I found it in your brain. And she said, well, you know, I'm 80 years old. If it's going to be something long and draw down, we're not going to worry about it. But she said, I can, I can be touched with what she's going through. Yeah. Because I know it's, it's banging on her mind and her heart. Yeah. You know, but the main thing is she knows God. Amen. She knows if she leaves here, she's going to heaven. Amen. That means a lot. You know, and that means more than if they would heal her and she lived another 40 years. Amen. You know? Hey, we are here live, 93.1 WGDQ, where God did it quickly. 52 minutes after the hour here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Wherever you're at, it's 52 minutes. Wherever you at, wherever you're listening from. Hey, I just want to give a quick weather report. Uh, it is sponsored. Who's it sponsored by? The New Zion New Zion Baptist Church. Uh, they are sponsoring this weather report. And I'm sorry to say I don't have a weather report. Uh, I got the weather channel on my phone. But as I look outside, it's sun shining. And Brother Don said it was a 30% chance of rain. Uh, 71 for the high. 71 for the high. Uh, I just tell you, look out your window. If it's cloudy, grab your umbrella. If it ain't, you're going to be just fine. If not, I'm sorry if you get wet. Uh, and I apologize. That's probably the worst weather report you've ever got. Because you know what? I give a weather report one time, Brother Don. It says something like 10 or 20% chance of rain. Right. And it rained cats and dogs that day. I said, this weather man making me lie. I ain't right. repeating nothing else. He said, you know that's one of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Right. And I, 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 I told what the weatherman said, and he lied, so that made me bearing false witness. Right. So I quit telling what the weatherman said. Okay, well, the, for the weather forecast for Saturday. Now, this is, is what the weatherman said. Now, we ain't saying this is what he said, so we ain't going to bear this false is witness. Channel 7. <laughs> 6 to 7 for the high tomorrow. Uh, Monday, uh, Sunday, 68 for the high. With no rain, Monday, Saturday with no rain, all through How are you? next week to next Friday, no rain. So that's what we're looking at for the yes, weather report. Yes, ma'am. A sober mind. Hold on, let me put you on air, okay? Hold on a sec. Are you there, ma'am? Yes, Okay, could you turn your radio down a little bit, please? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, what was your question again? Okay, I had some friends and they were talking about coming to God with a sober mind. You need to turn the radio down. Well, I was saying, like, even if I smoke a joint, I, and I want to talk to God, does that mean I'm sober minded or am I high? But I'm still in my right mind. Okay, when the Bible talks about drunk, it talks about anything that inebriates you. So back then, they didn't have words for high, stone, drunk. We, we kind of say if you're drunk, it's alcohol. Back then, when they said drunk, you got to understand they had opium back then. They had marijuana back then. So when Paul's talking about be sober, he's talking about being sober from anything that will inebriate you, anything that, that uh, uh, causes you not to be uh, uh, normal in your mind. So if, if you do smoke marijuana, that would make you inebriated. It makes you make uh, uh, 
bad judgments. So he wants you to be clean and sober-minded. See, the devil tries to trick us and tell us we we need marijuana and we need this to settle our nerves when, we, when you should replace that with prayer. Uh, and, and the thing is that when you, you know, I, hey, I, I probably smoke more marijuana than five of y'all put together. I tore it up. I ain't gonna lie about it, okay? So I know, I know all about marijuana. But what I do know about it is it made me not care. It made me loose. And the problem is that's what the devil wants. He wants you to have a don't care attitude. And then with that type of attitude, it causes you a lifestyle to make bad choices. And then you try to take this lifestyle uh, of bad choices. Uh, you're, you're more or less a rebel. You do what you want to. But when you come to God, you can't be a rebel. You have to be in your sober mind. You have to be disciplined in your mind and in your body. So so anytime you go to the Lord inebriated, uh, I'd be real careful. I, I wouldn't do that. But now I will say this. Before I got saved... I would get high, and I'd talk about the Bible. I mean, when I was 12, I was called to preach. When I was 14, I preached my first sermon, and I was a fool because I'd be drunk and high, and and I'd be discussing the Bible. And, and, and you know, I, I, I was wrong for doing that. You know, but I can't, I can't go back and undo it. I just had to ask for forgiveness and repent from it. But we're supposed to always be sober-minded. The Bible says, "Be cleansed up from all the fleshly things." That's right. That, you know? that, that will be considered a fleshly lust. Right. Okay. Did that help any? Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now, um, and another thing is, is 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 a lot of people say marijuana is not addictive. You probably know as well as I do. That's a lie. It ain't necessary the drug. It's the lifestyle that's addictive. You get used to that lifestyle. You get used to lit. You know, you you smoke it, then you listen to certain music, and then and then that becomes who you are. And then, so it ain't necessarily the marijuana as it is the marijuana plus the lifestyle that goes with it that becomes addictive. Because when you get saved, old things have to pass away. Behold, all things become new. So we don't want to let go of that person that we've become. We've been living that certain way for years. And when you come to Christ, them old things have to go. Okay. Okay. I will thank you so much, man. Thank you for calling. All right. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. We are in. If y'all follow along with us, we're here in Hebrews chapter 6. And uh, it says... Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. Now, when the Bible is talking about perfection, it's talking about maturity. That, that you're growing in the Lord. That where you used to be ain't where you're at now. The, the, the more you know, the more you, I mean, the more you grow, the, the more you know. And he wrote this book to the Hebrews. And we really don't know who the author is. A lot of people say it was Paul. Uh, I personally would probably give it to Paul, but you know nobody knows. But uh, I, I love the book of Hebrews. But remember, he was talking to the Hebrews. It applies to us. But this book was written to the Jews to try to get the Jews out of the law and into grace. And, and most of 
Paul's writings is, is referring to that, to tell us we're in forgiveness, we're in the age of mercy, the age of grace. Understand, God don't deal with us like he did in the Old Testament. The Old Testament, right. he, he, he would open the earth up and swallow people up. I mean, these things he don't do. Now he deals with us through grace. So his wrath is kindled until the day of judgment. When you read Revelation, that is not the devil. The book of Revelation, all them scary things, is God's wrath poured out on mankind. Amen. So... Right now, you have to understand that, that his wrath, his anger is kindled. He's not doing nothing to us yet. Amen. Not, 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 not catastrophic. Not like the things you read in the Old Testament. Because now, that was the old promise. That was the old covenant. A covenant needs a promise. A testament means covenant. Now we're under the New Testament. The new covenant. The new promise. We're under the age of grace through faith in Jesus Christ. So he said, let us go on unto perfection. That means we have to grow in the Lord. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. So in other words, Christ died. That's it. We can't crucify Christ again, but we do it every time we, we, we sin and we come back. Uh, uh, Peter called it like a dog returning to his vomit or, or, or a pig back to the mud. You know, once, in other words, you may say, Lord, forgive me for lying or forgive me for committing adultery. And then the next day you do it again. Lord, forgive me for committing adultery. The next day, you can't do that. When you right. repent, that means you turn from it. You stop doing it and you don't go back to it. You, right. that, that's repentance. Repentance means you stop doing wrong and start doing right. Exactly. Of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on hands and of resurrection of it and eternal to it. And this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, that if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repent, seeing they crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. So, I want to go back and break that down. For it is impossible for those who are once like. So this is what I'm trying to tell you. Now, there is plenty of people that will make false confessions. Right. There is plenty of people that 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 maybe the preacher preached on uh, fire and brimstone, or you know, the Bible says some are one out of fear, some are one out of love. But sometimes, especially when you go to the jail, like me and brother Don, we go to the prison and the jails. And a lot of times, them guys would come and get saved because they were scared of being in jail the first time. But then you go back a couple weeks later, they up and cussing and raising cane like the rest of them because they ain't scared no more. Right. They always want a Bible when they first get... Their, their, their spirit knows that, that they want a Bible. Right. You know, they're scared and they want a Bible. So their inner man knows there's something, there's something with this Bible that helps right. them. But once they get comfortable in jail, they throw that Bible down and, right. and they, they don't want it no more. So... But what he's saying here is if, and I hate to say this word truly saved, but if you have ever really tasted Jesus Christ and know that he was good, you'll have a repentant heart. Because David said, Lord, don't take your spirit away from me. If you fall, there'll be something about you. 
that wants to get back up and get back right with God. There'd be something about you that I want to repent. You don't want to stay there. Now, I'm telling you, there's some people that I don't understand it, but they'll live right for three or four months, and they live like a devil for four or five months, and they're back in church, out of church. I, I can't. I can't judge salvation. I can only look at their fruit. And that fruit tells me they've never tasted what I've tasted. Well, the, what it is, Brother Danny, this is my perspective. Yes, sir. The scripture tells in, in Matthew that when the sower sowed, some received That's it right. with joy. Yep. But because of persecutions and trials, they soon fell away. That's right. They received mm-hmm. God. Yep. But then they got persecuted and they fell away, and and and, and that's that's where a lot of people are today. And Paul was teaching, and not on this, but in, in Romans, uh, to the Judaizer, they were trying to get the Jews that had converted to Christ. They tell them they had to come back under the law and be circumcised to be saved. And Paul said, No. no. Paul said, When you leave. When you leave the blood of Jesus Christ and go back under the law, you have left the only sacrifice there is for your sins. That's right. There's nothing under the law that will cleanse you. That's right. Only the blood of Christ. It's Jesus and Jesus only. Jesus and Jesus only. I I see a lot of times people try to do Jesus and the law. Can't do it. Or Jesus and this. Or it's Jesus and him. Jesus. Paul. Now, Paul, you got. I don't know if y'all know a lot about Paul, but Paul was taught. Uh, he was a Pharisee. He was taught by the greatest Pharisee of that time, a man named Gamaliel. Paul could speak six different languages. He was highly intelligent. He could out philosophize any philosopher of that day. He, could, he he was I mean he was the man. But out of all of his knowledge, he said, "I tend to know one thing: Jesus Christ." And him crucified. He didn't. He didn't brag about the miracles. He could have said, "I know Jesus Christ and all the miracles." He didn't say, "I know Jesus Christ and the virgin birth." He didn't say, "I know." He said, "I know Jesus Christ and him crucified." Because the work of the cross is what brought salvation to us all. Yeah, you know, Paul knew the law. Oh yeah, he knew. And the law. he thought he was doing God a favor, but he he was. It's just like people when he was today. Saul, yeah, he was. People today have got a knowledge of the Word of God, but they're ignorant mm-hmm. to how it works. And Paul was, he thought he was doing God a favor, getting them Christians and yeah. killing all that. Yeah. And he found out on the road to Damascus, hey, I'm going the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said when God knocked him to the ground was, he said, Lord, who art thou? <laughs> he, he knew it. He realized right then that who was speaking to him. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something out there in Radio Land, wherever you might be. If God speaks to your heart, it won't be a shout in your ear. It'll be a still, small voice, and it'll get your attention. Amen. And you have to go by the book. If you're trying to go by the uh, the New Testament and Old Testament, and, and I'm, I know uh, all this ain't in there, but what I want to bring this point out is there's a, 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 a thing going around today, and it's called Yahweh. I've got kinfolks that has jumped out of the church and they're, they're falling after Yahweh. He's dead, but he claimed to be God. And they're worshiping him, and they're building churches, and they're going back under the old law. Is that that guy that's on Facebook? I, I ain't seen him. Mm. But they're going back under the law, and they're going out and observing those days in the law that they had to observe. Yeah. 
Paul said, you can't do that. Paul said, let no man judge you and feast tabernacles, Sabbaths, right. or the moon. Right. He said, Christ fulfilled us. See, the Old Testament was all types and shadows and promises right. of Jesus Christ. He said, I have fulfilled the law. Right. Everything that was prophesied in the Old Testament, Jesus, there was 109 things that Jesus Christ had to fulfill to be the Messiah, and he filled all 109. Right. And that was just amazing. I mean, he, so he didn't do 108, he did 109. Right. So, you know, I mean, the Bible, the Old Testament said he'd have a, a spear. He fulfilled that. I mean, he didn't leave one thing unfulfilled. Right. Uh, whenever, uh, uh, oh, my Abraham, he, he met the Prince of Salem, which right. was the Prince of Peace. Machiza Christ, Christ was all about peace. He fulfilled right. that. Abraham actually gave a tenth of his stuff. He fulfilled that. You know, right. he, he he, every bit of it, right? Every bit of it was fulfilled. There was nothing left unfulfilled. Now there is some prophecies in Isaiah and several, uh, uh, and Joel. There is some Daniel. prophecies that Daniel that hasn't come true yet, but will come true. Right. And, and this is what's amazing to me. This is and this this Bible has been scrutinized by atheists, by scientists. Uh, it, it, it's been proven to be the most accurate book ever right. written. Uh, you, y'all, y'all listen to me out there. Y'all can search it yourself. The Bible is the most accurate book ever written, and sixty-five out of sixty-six books have come true. Why ain't we worried about number sixty-six, the Book of Revelation? Because it's coming true. Yeah, we run around here day by day and act like we got forever to live. That, that the rapture ain't going to happen. That the book of Revelation ain't going to happen. I don't care if you're a person that believes we're going to be raptured before the tribulation, in the middle of the tribulation, or at the end of the tribulation. It don't matter. Hey, it's going to happen. Right. The book of Revelation is going to happen. So what I'm trying to tell you is it don't matter if you're a person that believes a pre-trib, a mid-trib, or, 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 or you make it all the way through. Jesus Knocked all that out when he said, Be ye watchful and prayerful always that you may escape. In Luke 21, he's talking about the rapture, wars, right. rumors of wars. But at the end of it, he said, Look, let me tell you, you be prayerful and watchful always. Because, matter of fact, ain't none of us promised to see no rapture. Right. So he said, You're supposed to always be ready to meet him. Any day, any night. <laughs> yeah. Always. Right. Oh, you know, when. Well, you know, when I was a deputy, uh, and, and I made a traffic stop, there was one time uh, I, I got I got loose, I got I got complacent, and, and wasn't paying attention. And next thing I know, I got socked upside the jaw. Mm-hmm. And here we go, you know. Here, here went the fight, you know. And I ended up making the arrest, but but because I had got complacent on a traffic stop and wasn't watching. Wasn't paying attention to the man's body movement. He got me. Right. And, and that's the way you, this Bible is. If you get loose with it, he said it. I'm, 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 I'm going to flip over real quick. Just I'm, stay in Hebrew. Stay in Hebrew. But I just want to get. I want to show you Luke 21. Because this, this is what's crazy to me. It's, it's just awesome. 21. And he says. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to 34. Luke 24 said, "Take heed to yourself, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unaware." Now, this is after he talked about the last days. This is after he's talking about wars and rumors, wars, nation rising against nation. Verse 35, it said, For as a snare shall it come upon them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. A snare is a trap. Right. And he said, It's going to be, a, it, can, it can come upon you like a trap upon the whole world. So it ain't just something that's going to happen in Jerusalem or just something going to happen in China. It's going to happen around the whole world. He said, It's a snare, it's a trap. He also gave us the illustration uh, if the strong man of the house would have knew what time the thief come, he'd have been there waiting on him. Right. So he's telling us that this is going to come at a time when we're not looking. He right. says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass. He said, It shall come to pass. The end of the day, the end of the world shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So... He said, hey, you got to be ready always to stand before the Son of Man. Because today might be your day. It's appointed unto man once to die. Today may be your day. There's 120 people around the world die every minute. That's When you add that up, that's something like, like six, 6 million people a day or something like that mm -hmm. die every day. And today could be our day. Could be. And, and, you know, I'm going to shout hallelujah because I know the absent of the body be present with the Lord. Right. I had a good friend of mine last Sunday morning sitting in the chair just went on to sleep. Mm. You that, know? That's a good way to go. You know? I mean, he'd, he'd been having some problems, but, you know, you don't know. You don't know what day. Like, like my heart has, has got better uh, since I had the massive heart attack in 14. In the last two years, it's got better. It went from putting out 15% to 43%. Amen. That don't mean I've got to, I'm going to live tomorrow. That's right. You know, Amen. my death day was set for my birthday, and we just, we're living on borrowed time. Amen. 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 When I pass 70, I'm on borrowed time. <laughs> That's right. You know? That's right. But you, the you thing is, I'll be 76 this year. 76? Be 76 this uh -uh. year. But you know, the thing is. I didn't think you know. Oh, yeah. I know I look like 39. <laughs> You know, people take the word of God, Brother Danny. Yes, sir. And I'm as serious as a heart attack. Yes, sir. People do not take the word of God to heart. No. They say, well, well, I believe this part, but I, I, I really don't believe that. Well, if you can't believe John, if you believe John 3.16, and you can't believe nothing else in there, you might well throw John 3.16 out. Yeah. Because this Bible, every word of it is the word of God. I hear him try to take away the virgin birth. Yeah. If you take away the virgin birth, you might as well take away the partner of the Red Sea and every other miracle right. in the Bible. If there was no virgin birth, Jesus Christ was an imposter. That's exactly he right. He was a liar. He and was see, an that's, imposter. That's one of them 109 things he fulfilled. Right. If it was prophesied. It was prophesied in Genesis chapter 3. Remember, it said the seed of a woman. Mm -hmm. Women don't have seeds. They got eggs. Right. That is talking about a virgin birth in Gen right. Genesis chapter 3. Talking about a virgin birth. So, right. I mean, that was one of the first of the 109 that had to be fulfilled. Right. And, and and it was. Right. But where, 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 where were we stopping? We here? stopped at verse 4. 
Oh, verse five, I'm going to put it back. He said, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. You know, you ever think about that? The, 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 the powers of the world to come? When we read when we read about that about that that there'll be a new heaven and a new, and earth. new earth. And I think about to me, I haven't been to a lot of places, but to me right. Mississippi's a beautiful state. You just gotta get out and look at it. You can't you can't see it from your front porch like you can if you lived in the mountains. But the mountains right. is beautiful. To me one of the prettiest places you can be is the middle of a swamp. I love swamps, you know. Yeah. They are beautiful to me. And 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 then I think I see pictures of beautiful places all over the world and I think, man, he's gonna burn all of this up and there's gonna be something better. I don't know if the word's more prettier, but whatever it's gonna be prettier than what we see now. It'll be beautiful. Yeah. I mean I think waterfalls are beautiful and whatever it's gonna be, it's gonna be better than what we got now. And I just yeah. like wow. And it's, it's going to be run by the twelve apostles. Christ will be the King on Earth. What? What? That'll be just. That's just going to be awesome. Well, you know, it's going to be beautiful because God made it. But the Bible says, "Will there be no oceans? There won't be no, no seas. No seas at all." And 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 it's hard to imagine. There ain't going to be no ocean seas. Or they don't know they won't be. Uh-uh. Well, why do they need them? But everything is going to be beautiful. There's not going to be any sin there. That's what's going to make it most beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. There'll be no sin. There'll be no sinners. Mm-hmm. There'll be no evil. Yep. It will all be glorious because Jesus Christ is sitting on the throne. God yep. the Father sitting on the throne. And we don't need the sun or the moon for the light because the light from the God the Father and God the Son will lighten up everything. Amen. And it's going to illuminate we can't even imagine. You look at me and my wife likes bluebirds, mm-hmm. and there was one lit out in front of the yard the other day, and I told her I said they can't nobody paint a picture as pretty of colors as that bluebird that yeah. God made. Uh, 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 that was and the male. Everything that God made is going to be perfect. Did, did you know that the male? Uh, the pretty bird was always the male. Right. That's what I told my wife. That's, you know, that's, look at me. I'm the I'm the flower of the family. Daddy always said I'm a blooming idiot. But you know, uh, God. Nobody can make colors like God can. You look at the rainbow. Beautiful. Nobody can make a rainbow like God. Nobody can make anything as pretty as God. But what's gonna make heaven heaven? Is Jesus Christ. Amen. It ain't all the gold streets and the walls of Jasper and the gates of pearls. It's going to be Jesus Christ is going to make heaven, heaven. And we can't even comprehend in our peace-sized brain what it's going to look like. And, and I'll tell you something I think is going to be awesome. It said uh, the lion will lay with the lamb. Right. And the wolf will be led by the child. And he'll play with the, uh, he'll play with the snake. But I, I just got to ask you a question. Now, this ain't in the Bible. But do you think he's gonna give them snake back their legs? That's gonna be no. that's gonna be ucky. I don't think so. You know, and Eve, Eve, that snake had legs, and his curse was to crawl on his belly and get dust up his nose. Mm-hmm. What in the world was wrong with her talking to a snake with legs? Hey, <laughs> she was deceived by the devil. 
Me, 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 me and her, me and that snake would have a problem. I would, but I wouldn't be talking to him. I can't, I can't, I can't. No, nah, I couldn't do that. Uh, this snake oh, no. thing. No, uh-uh. I don't want. If if, if 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 I see a snake and he starts talking to me, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna hit the road running. Especially with legs, man. Could you right. imagine? That? There ain't no way I can't do it. Hey, yeah, we got we got to play a, a couple of songs, a couple of commercials. Y'all stay with us. Uh, we're in Hebrews. If you got any questions or comments, give me a call. There's 601-544-1965. Or, uh, or you can uh, call me on myself, 601-408-8649. We're going to run this ad for Twilly. Have you ever read the Twilly Phillies? Never heard of it. Oh, my goodness. Twilly Phillies? Yes, it's right here. You know where the old car, you know where you... You turn off Broadway back to the right like you're going to the uh, mall, Cloverleaf yeah. Mall. And then there's the McDonald's, and down from that, there's the wards on the left. You know what I'm talking about? That old wards that's by Cloverleaf. That, that ain't Ken the Phyllis Diller, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> they got all their teeth here. But look, <laughs> across the street, it used to be Hardy's. Yeah. Man, I, we leave here, we got to go eat there at 2 o'clock. You going to be hungry? Oh, no, I got I to gotta go to the doctor's appointment. I'll go eat for you. I eat, I get one for you, one for me. But they, they really, they really, they got, they got some shrimp food, uh, uh, like a, you know, like a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. But they got some. They add shrimp to it, turk man, it just different things to eat. And what's really cool is that, like the, uh, the waiters, not the waiters, the cooks, uh, come out and ask you how your food. If they're not busy, you know, they'll come ask how, how was your food? Did it taste good? If they don't want the cashiers to come out and ask you if you need anything. That's a good. I love, I love to see that place go. Uh, be a chain. It's just one man that owns. But man, it's is I, that is that food though on your diet? Yeah, we've had to play this commercial. No, I can't, I, you ain't asking the question. Here, here, <laughs> I gotta play that commercial. I can't. <laughs> I can't answer that. <laughs> no, it ain't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share this, or somebody else can get it. I'm gonna see if I can uh, find that. To fresh produce, to quality cut meat from our butchers. I saw it earlier. I don't know if it's on this one here. A word. Weekly ads and coupons, and you can download our corner market app for even more deals. For six convenient locations to serve you. Then you go to get something on there and you can't pull it up again. <laughs> That's the way it is. That's it here. That's Charles Johnson's on. Yeah. Yeah. For a special place to shop. Shop Corner Market. Here we go. On the circuit broadcasting Here's your Twilly Philly ad right here. Okay. That's one of my great grandsons right here. Ha ha, take it Serving everything from breakfast to handmade burgers to wings, seafood, subs, and loaded buns. Come hungry, we eat happy. Also looking to hire experienced cooks. Visit us at 1010 South 17th Avenue, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Come hungry, we eat happy.
my baby brother Keller Ray. Uh-huh. That's his granddaughter. Okay. That high school? Yeah, that was in a uh, beauty pageant last night at uh, Richie. We're not wondering. Is there something going on now? Because, like, I seen a bunch of youngers about that size yesterday. And, and the boys had on, like, really nice clothes. And the girls had on dresses over there at the uh, train station. I don't know. I was wondering, is it prom? At what time of year is this? That's Kelly's girl there on the left. Is that her mama? No, uh, that's Kelly's daughter. Okay. That, that's that's Kelly's son's daughter. Okay. That's, okay. And she's a registered nurse. She's a pretty girl, though. She lives there in Now, out from Richmond, out there on Cochran Road. I told I told her mama this morning. I said, you know her? She got her look from me in Gallery. I want to tell you what, Danny Boy. I enjoyed this discussing the Bible with you like that one here. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We get two different views, and you bring into it, and I bring to it. You know, and I enjoy that. I do too. You know. I can't believe that woman called one more sheep and it was alright to smoke marijuana. But <laughs> you can tell me she don't know much about the word of God, can you? <laughs> nah, but she thought that was hey, you'd be surprised folks to think that. Yeah. You gonna let that keep going? Yeah, I'm gonna let keep going. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many folks go to church drunk. Oh no. I'll hug your neck and I'll smell it on them. Right, I know it'd be a fresh wall. It wouldn't even you know sometimes you can smell it coming out of their pores, but you smell it on their breath when they come to church. You know they're fresh. Yeah. But the problem is, they have no fear of God. Right. How in the world are you going to walk into the house of the Lord? But they, they come in there fornicating. They've been sleeping with the same woman for 20 years. They ain't never got married. They don't see nothing wrong with that. So I guess, you know? Yep. She was mean as a snake, too. She might have been. He said, he said, he said he went to their house and said what I'm talking about. He said that woman flipped him a bird through the window. <laughs> Flip brother Kirk a bird. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> he said she just flipped him a bird. Just, just, you know how he just talks so slow. She didn't want him around there. Uh-uh. <laughs> And a woman come out, come out the house and come to the gate after we got the gate. She stood there. The first African American woman assistant district attorney of Well, she wanted us to leave. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. We went in. That's right. 
Let's elect attorney. <laughs> I was a devil inside her, though. No the problem joke, man. solver as the first woman mayor of Hattiesburg on April 6th. Paid for by the committee to elect Vanessa J. Jones for mayor of Hattiesburg. The Foxworth Insurance Agency serving South Mississippi. Sedgie Foxworth has years of experience helping your family with auto, health, home, and life insurance. Give her a call at 601 I got some stuff I need to do around here. Why don't you go to front with Daniel and Radio? I can't go up there. I don't know what he's got going on. That's your cousin. That you heard it here on WGBQ. You can As a longtime resident of Ward 5 for 62 years, Come and meet the candidate for Ward 5 City Councilman, Howard Bamatola. Did you know TT's running for all the money registration get it to this Sunday, March 7, 2021, at 1 o'clock at Earl Tremillion. Come on out and meet the candidate for Ward 5 City Councilman, Howard Bamatola. You know what? I'm drunk, people. I've been running a circle. Yeah, he, uh... Half the people up there, he said, feels to half people on the board. Huh? Half the people on the board, he sells pills to them or or, 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 or their kids or something. Probably. Flip them some of the wives. Mm -hmm. 